Welcome, welcome. We are back with another episode. It's a new month. Welcome. It's February. I hope everyone has had a good first week of February. I'm so excited to kick off the month with a new Bible study. If you haven't checked out the Instagram, we are going to be doing Proverbs as our Bible study of the month. We're going to be covering the first 16 chapters of Proverbs because then for the second month, which is March, we're going to be covering the other 17 chapters. So we're going to be splitting Proverbs into two months, part one and part two. This is part one because there is 31 chapters and I was going to condense all 31 into one month but i didn't want to take away from all of the chapters i didn't want to condense everything so much that we didn't really get to dive deep into it so let's just get into it we're in chapters one through four today of proverbs we are starting a new bible study so let's just start right from the beginning purpose and theme the proverbs of solomon son of david king of israel for gaining wisdom and instruction, for understanding words of insight, for receiving instruction in prudent behavior, doing what is right and just and fair, knowledge and discretion to the young. Let the wise listen and add to their learning, and let the discerning get guidance. For understanding proverbs and parables, the sayings and riddles of the wise. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. This is what I would like to call the theme of the entire book. And this is the purpose. So basically, the entire reason you're going to read Proverbs is to gain wisdom and instruction, to understand, learn right from wrong, add to your learning, and just begin your knowledge in the Lord. We all have a different purpose, but learning the basics and the knowledge of fearing the Lord ties into our purpose regardless of what it is. So this is what you would call the theme as it is in the title. We get into the prologue where it says exhortations to embrace wisdom, warning against the invitation of sinful men. Listen, my son, to your father's instruction. And do not forsake your mother's teaching. They are a garland to grace your head and a chain to adorn your neck. So right off, he's starting about how important it is to listen to our parents. There is a role in the home and that's their role. That's their purpose. And so as a child, we have to listen to them and, and abide by their instruction. Verse 10. My son, if sinful men entice you, do not give in to them. So temptation itself isn't a sin. Being tempted by the people around you, being tempted by other outside factors is not a sin, but giving into it is. Chapter er, Verse 11. If they say, come along with me, let us lie in wait for innocent blood. Let us ambush some harmless soul. Let us swallow them alive like the grave and whole, like those who go down to the pit. We will all get sorts of valuable things and fill our house with plunder cast lots with us we will all share the loot my son do not go along with them do not set foot in their paths for their feet rush to evil they are swift to shed blood instant gratification 
How useless to spread a net where every bird can see it. A, a net is meant to be hidden. So this is referring to their intentions. They're straight out just being evil. And he's saying it's kind of dumb to have evil intentions and just be putting it out there. These men lie in wait for their own blood. They ambush only themselves. Such are the paths of those who go after ill-gotten gain, losing yourself to chase the things of this world. Wisdom's Rebuke, verse 20. Out in the open, wisdom calls aloud. She raises her voice in the public square on top of the wall. She cries out at the city gates. She makes her speech. Wisdom isn't hidden. It's right there. It's in the open for us to, to reach out to it. Sometimes we just tend to ignore it. How long will you who are simple love your simple ways? How long will mockers delight in mockery and fools hate knowledge? Repent at my rebuke. This is referring to those of the world content in sin. Then I will pour out my thoughts on you. I will make known to you my teachings. But since you refuse to listen when I call and no one pays attention when I stretch out my hand, since you disregard all my advice and do not accept my rebuke, so um, just referencing verse 22 here delighting in mockery your identity relies in the things that you delight in so a mocker delights in mockery that's where their identity is found and and in verse 21 repent at my rebuke then i will pour out my thoughts to you i will make known to you my teachings all we have to do is submit and god will do the rest for us now continuing back in verse 26 I, in turn, will laugh when disaster strikes you. I will mock when calamity overtakes you. When calamity overtakes you like a storm, when disaster sweeps you like a whirlwind, when distress and trouble overwhelm you. He will do to you what you do to him on judgment day, of course. So if you've chosen to not follow him up until then, it, you know, you, you made your decision and, and he's made his essentially verse 28 then they will call to me but i will not answer they will look for me but they will not find me since they hated knowledge and did not choose to fear the lord people only look for god when they need something you can't choose to be on both sides you have to choose one or the other so if you choose not to fear the lord and you choose not to follow him then you're choosing to be against him. Verse 30. Since they would not accept my device and advice and spurn my rebuke, they will eat the fruit of their ways. Sin bears bad fruit just as the fruits of the Spirit can only be attained by having the Spirit within us. Everyone produces fruit. It could be good or bad, but we all produce fruit. It depends on what we're deciding to to seek, basically. 31. They will eat the fruit of their ways and be filled with the fruit of their schemes. And be filled and be filled with the fruit of their schemes. For the waywardness of the simple will kill them, and the complacency of fools will destroy them. But whoever listens to me will live in safety and be at ease without fear of harm. 
Chapter 2, Moral Benefits of Wisdom My son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding, indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it, ask for silver, and search for it as hidden treasure, so taking initiative to come and find God, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Intention is key. So if we're seeking God, we're going to find him. If we're not seeking God, we're caught up in other stuff. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He holds success in store for the upright. He's a shield to those whose walk is blameless. For he guards the course of the just and protects the ways of the way of his faithful ones, then you will understand what is right and just and fair, every good path. For wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will protect you and understanding will guard you. Wisdom will save, from, will save you from the ways of wicked men, from men whose words are perverse, who have left the straight paths to walk in dark ways. That's referring to Christians who have left. You could only leave straight paths if you were once on them. Chapter 4, verse 14, excuse me. Who delight in doing wrong and rejoice in the perverseness of evil, whose paths are crooked and who are devious in their ways. Wisdom will save you from the adulterous woman. Wisdom can be given to us by God. From the wayward woman with her seductive words, who has left the partner of her youth and ignored the covenant she made before God. So cheating and lacking commitment. Verse 18, surely her house leads down to death and her paths to the spirits of the dead. None who go to her return or attain the paths of life. Thus you will walk in the ways of the good, walk as Christ did, and keep to the paths of the righteous. For the upright will live in the land and the blameless will remain in it. But the wicked will be cut off from the land and the unfaithful will be torn from it. Wisdom bestows well-being. Chapter 3. My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart. God's plans for our lives are greater than we can know, and they protect us in a way. For they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. These are fruits of the Spirit. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. We trust in him because he is our creator and we are the creation. And trust equals faith. Lean not on your own understanding. Our understanding is limited and weak, whereas his is vast and never ending. In all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. We can't hold ourselves at a higher standard simply because we follow God, because all humans are imperfect, whether you're a believer or not. Verse 8. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Following God and his commands nourishes the soul and body. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruit of all your crops. We have to give God the first of everything we own, and he will bless everything else. He can do more with our 90% than we can do with our 100%.
Then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline and do not resent his rebuke. Discipline is not hatred, but love and concern. Because the Lord disciplines those he loves as a father, the son he delights in. Blessed are those who find wisdom, those who gain understanding. We can't be complacent. We have to be to be an open, willing, and seeking soul. For she is more profitable than silver and yields better returns than gold. She is more precious than rubies. Nothing you can desire, nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand, and her left hand are riches and honors. Her ways are pleasant ways, and all of her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her. Those who hold her fast will be blessed. This doesn't just apply to women. This applies to men as well. We want to strive to be these ways in, in our life um, and to really seek out God and, and allow him to transform us in these ways. Verse 19. By wisdom, the Lord laid the earth's foundations. By understanding, he set the heavens in place. By his knowledge, the watery depths were divided and the clouds let drop the dew. God is the fruits that we wish to bear. 21. My son, do not let wisdom and understanding out of your sight. Preserve sound judgment and discretion. They will be the life for you. All things he created are good and all things were created by his good character and his being. For the things of God gives us life. An, an ornament to grace your neck. Then you will go on your way in safety and your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. When our foundation and identity is firm in the Lord, we cannot be shaken. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. And when you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. Have no sudden fear of have no fear of sudden disaster or of the ruin that overtakes the wicked. For the Lord will be at your side and will keep your foot from being snared. God is in control. Have no fear over the events of this world. There's so much going on in this world today. And there's just so many opinions floating around about how things are going to continue to go. And if we allow our minds to be filled with what people say and what we see and what we hear rather than what's inside of the Bible, we're going to be straying away in fear from God because we're focused on what's happening around us and not the person that's in control of everything. 27. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in your power to act. We are to share love and grace with others. We shouldn't let up the chance to save just one more person, one more soul, one more heart. Do not say to your neighbor, come back tomorrow and I'll give it to you when you already have it with you. That's speaking to having an answer to their problems or when they come to us and they're sharing with us that things are going difficult in their life or having the opportunity to share with somebody the gospel. We shouldn't wait for another day when we have more courage because we don't know if they're going to be there, if we're going to be there another day. 29. Do not plot harm against your neighbor who lives trustfully near you. Do not accuse anyone for no reason when they have done you no harm. Do not envy the violent or choose any of their ways.
For the Lord detests the perverse, but takes the upright into his confidence. The Lord's curse is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the righteous. He mocks proud mockers, but shows favor to the humble and oppressed. The wisdom inherit honor, but fools get only shame. Get wisdom at any cost. Chapter 4 Listen, my sons, to a father's instruction. Pay attention and gain understanding. When we follow God, we gain the fruits of the Spirit. I give you sound learning, so do not forsake my teaching, for I too was a son of my father. He's referring to teachings of our parents, still tender and cherished by my mother. Then he taught me, and he said to me, Take hold of my words with all your heart. Keep my commands and you will live. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Do not forget my words or turn away from them. Do not forsake wisdom, and she will protect you. Love her, and she will watch over you. The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. Though it will cost all you have, get understanding. Cherish her, and she will exalt you. Embrace her, and she will honor you. She will give you a garland to grace your head and present you with a glorious crown. Listen, my son, accept what I say, and the years of your life will be many. I will instruct you in the ways of wisdom and lead you along straight paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hampered. When you run, you will not stumble. Hold on to instruction. Do not let it go. Guard it well, for it is your life. Do not set foot on the path of the wicked or walk in the ways of evildoers. As Christians, we are called to be set apart from this world, not like it. Avoid it, do not travel on it, turn from it and go on your way, for they cannot rest until they do evil. They are robbed of sleep till they make someone stumble. They eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. The path of, the right, the path of a righteous is like the morning sun, shining ever brighter till the full light of the day, those who know God. But the way of the wicked is like deep darkness, and they do not know what makes them stumble, those of the world. My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ears to my word. It's important to be intentional with God as he's intentional with us. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart. We're here to love and to guide sinners to God. For they are life to those who find them and help to... Oh wait. Yeah, they are life to those who find them and help to one's whole body. Above all else, guard your heart. Our heart is the core of everything. It's it's what keeps us alive. Well, obviously God keeps us alive, but he gives us a heart to take care of the rest of our body. So not only should we guard our, guard our heart health-wise, but we should guard our heart spiritually. For everything you do flows from it. Keep your mouth free from perversity. Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Give careful thought to the path for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Do not turn to the right or the left. Keep your foot from evil. We should walk straight in the Lord. Be set apart and not worry about what others are doing or what their paths look like. We have to be fully intentional on our path or else we're going to lose sight of it. And that concludes this week's chapters for our Proverbs Part 1 Bible Study. Thank you for joining me today. If you wanted to follow along with our study guide, it will be available in my link tree. Make sure to check that out. It goes 
it complements uh, the Bible study that we do, and I touch on some points from it. I didn't really fully read from it like I usually do. I kind of just kept going with what we were reading because the points coincide very well. So I will see you guys next week for week two of Proverbs part one.